Hey everybody and welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I am your host, Grace Scotto, and thank you for joining me today. Um, I have a really fun episode planned for you guys this week, and I know I say that all the time, but I seriously mean it. I am so excited to talk about journaling today, if you couldn't tell by the title. How is everyone doing? I have so many little different life updates before hopping into this episode, but I really want to know how you guys are. So DM me, let me know, whatever, comment on Instagram, post anything. I love staying connected with you guys and I love knowing how you all are always doing. I want the best for you all, especially because you guys take the time out of your day to listen to me speak. For like 30 minutes. I don't know why you would, but you guys are here listening now. So I just want the best for you all. Um, and thank you so much for listening. I am currently sitting in my room with the air conditioning on full blast. It is like 98 degrees out. It is so hot. I am drinking a rocket pop flavored Alani. As you know, I love them so much. I think they're so much better than Celsius is. Sorry, don't come at me, but they're so good. And I also have my crystals near me for some good vibrations. I'm keeping my pyrite, especially close to me, to manifest success for this episode. I have so many around me right now, but I am holding pyrite in my hand. You can't see me, but just know that I am. On the more mental health side of things, you guys really like when I do these updates. I have genuinely been doing really good. This week has been filled with a lot of positivity and joy. I still have moments with my anxiety, but overall I've been feeling pretty good and I hope that you all are too. Remember that progress isn't linear and it is okay to struggle. It's 100% normal. Something, though, that I have been struggling with recently has been my self-esteem, which is really weird because I normally don't. I am pretty confident and I know how to build myself up when I start to zoom in on my flaws. It is so common for everyone to just have like a day where maybe you don't feel as good or stuff or you just you're not liking the way you look. Um, I know this is a little TMI, but like I really feel self-conscious like when my period is coming. That's how I always know my period is coming is because I start to feel self-conscious. But this is weird because I'm normally always feeling pretty good about myself. But recently I have been really struggling with my acne, which has never really been an issue for me before. This is mainly due to the fact that I'm a 16-year-old with raging hormones, but every time I look in the mirror, it's all that I can really think about. But something that is seriously so important to remember is that acne is so normal. It only shows you that you are human and we shouldn't think of it as a flaw. More than 85% of teenagers have this common skin problem. So don't judge others and don't beat yourself up for something that is normal. N-O-R-M-A-L. Normal. (laughs) I wanted to share this because I know that I'm not the only one who might be feeling this way. And... For me too, I I was taken back a little bit because normally summer is like the best time of the year where my skin normally looks really good, you know, with like tanning and like little sunburns and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like my acne clears away, but I was kind of surprised how bad my acne has been recently. I just think it's because puberty, which is so common for literally every teenager who walks this earth, but 
I just really wanted to talk about it because I was one of my friends and I were actually having this conversation recently and she was saying that she had been feeling the same way and I figured well I'm sure a lot of my listeners might be going through the same thing considering that this podcast is you know for a teenage audience so I just wanted to share this but it'll be okay and it is so normal and we are all beautiful inside and out But I know a couple weeks ago, I did an episode recommending products that I loved, and I wanted to share another one. Recently, I have been using the Ordinary Hyaluronic Acid Serum to help with my pores and acne. I guess it's supposed to be good with blackheads. I've been using it for like a week now. It's been really soothing on my skin, and I would definitely recommend it, but I'm still looking for some more results. I just think that I need to go to the dermatologist and fix up the skincare routine. Anyways, I just thought I would share if you were someone who's looking for new products to help. I know hyaluronic acid is such an important thing to implement in your skincare routine. Not that I'm a professional. That's just something that I know. But please remember that skin texture is something that isn't shown on social media. And remember that filters and layers of makeup exist. I I don't know if you've ever seen TikToks, but they'll like come up on my For You page where It'll be like celebrities with and without filters. And it's like people have like pores and skin texture and stuff. It's so normal. Literally every single person has it. So don't sit in front of the mirror and talk shit about yourself because it's normal and you deserve the best and you are beautiful. All right. Switching to our usual type of thing in our introduction. I finished reading The Spanish Love Deception. I know I told you guys last week that I would give you my rating. It was good, but it definitely was a slow burner, and I found that I was bored like 80% of the time. Although once you got into the end, the plot thickened, and I couldn't put it down. But I don't know. I've just... It was good. I don't want to shit talk it because I did enjoy it, but I definitely think that The Unhoneymooners, the book I read before, was so much better, and it was a very similar plot with like, enemies to lovers, fake dating type of trope if you're into those type of rom-coms. It was so much better and I really liked it. So I highly recommend that one over the Spanish Love Deception. I'm sorry. But this week I'm currently reading Beautiful World, Where Are You? by Sally Rooney. It's a coming of age book described in a broken world. So far it's been really good. Her work is very captivating and she is so good at bringing in so many different perspectives and If you didn't know, Sally Rooney wrote the really popular book, Normal People. She has another book that she wrote that I still have to read, but I'm currently reading this one and I really like it. Um, She sets all of her books in Dublin and I don't know. I just love the perspective she brings. They're very different, but I don't know. I really like her books. But besides just books, (laughs) I have also been in a movie kick. As you all know, I love watching movies, and my all-time favorite movie ever, like in the whole world, my number one favorite is Little Women, 2019 version. I have been watching that one over and over again recently, but yesterday my mom and I went to see Where the Crawdads Sing. It was seriously so good, and the plot was amazing. I highly recommend seeing that movie. This has actually been a topic that I've had planned for a while, 
is movies. And I know that'll definitely be like one of those fun episodes that I do to switch things up a little bit. But I have wanted to talk about movies for a while now. So stay tuned. But seriously, seriously, it was so good. And funny story, I snuck in a burrito into the theater, which describes me to a T. I could eat Mexican food every day for the rest of my life. I love Chipotle. Chipotle is my love language. If you want to impress me, just bring me a burrito or a burrito bowl and I'm all yours. But seriously, I snuck one in. Didn't get caught. Would not like highly recommend it. Don't regret anything. Um, but where the crowd is saying it may be a little triggering for some. So I would just, you know, research some of the things that will be portrayed in the film before going to see it, just because I don't want to recommend something to you guys that might trigger you, but it was really good. And I know there is a book too that I still have to read. So I might go to Barnes and Nobles and get that soon, but it was really good. Also, another movie that I've been obsessed with recently is I'm back in my Hunger Games phase. I love those movies so much and my dad and I watched the first one and now I haven't been able to like stop watching them and reading the books and stuff. They're just so good. I love them so much. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I've been on a little movie kick recently, you guys. All right. So before we hop into this episode, I am very which I'm just like so excited to get into. I'm very, very, very hyped for this week's episode, and I hope you guys are too. Um, I wanted to share the quote that I picked out for this week's episode, and it is, when you start taking care of yourself, you start feeling better, you start looking better, and you start to attract better. It all starts within you. And I got this quote from a website called Overclassy. But I thought this quote was perfect considering that this week's topic is all about journaling. For me, journaling has been one of the best coping mechanisms that I have found. Not only does it allow me to rant and vent on a page, but it fuels me from within and allows me to be open towards good and those good vibrations. I consider manifesting and journaling to be very close like they're definitely siblings in a way because I feel like they both are very open and guide like they guide you towards accepting good that's coming your way and kind of being present present within the moment and I just really love that about the both of them that's why they're my favorites and I talk about them all the time on this podcast but Yeah, I don't know. I saw that quote and I thought that it fit very well with this theme. So I thought I'd share. Anyways, I had you guys vote this week on my Instagram at Chronicles of the Teenage Brain and you wanted journaling. So let's jump into it. I'm so excited. To start off with the first basic question you may be thinking, why is journaling helpful? Well, let me tell you. Oh my God. Journaling helps control your symptoms and improve your mood. And by symptoms, I mean those that you may feel with things like depression or anxiety, symptoms that correlate with your physical and mental health. So what I mean by that is it helps you prioritize your problems, fears, and concerns. This also helps you track any symptoms that you feel day to day so that you can recognize them and their triggers 
and learn ways to better control them. And by journaling, you can also gain a providing sense or an opportunity for positive self-talk and identifying negative thoughts. So it's a really great way to navigate your way around your emotions and how you're feeling in the present. So many people overlook journaling and many refer to it as basic and unworthy of your time. But what many fail, what many fail to recognize is that it's not just about getting cute colored pens and writing on paper. It's about connecting with yourself through a written expression. Journaling is great for so many different reasons. One of them is that you don't have to physically talk to another person. You can just vent and write on a piece of paper and avoid uncomfortable conversations with others. I know that it's so important to be open about your struggles, and if you are in a really bad place where you need help, then please go talk to someone. Go find a safe adult, a family member, a friend, someone that you can trust and let them know what's going on in your life. But if you are just kind of feeling anxious or down in the dumps and you don't really feel like you are in the mood to maybe talk to someone about it or you feel like this is something that you personally have to work through yourself, then this is where I think journaling would come in and be super helpful. But seriously though, journaling is so overlooked. I know that like that is one of the most commonly um like told things by like recommended. That's I could not think of that word. Oh my gosh. It was like commonly one of the most recommended things by like therapists and doctors and we've all heard of it before. I know when you think of common coping mechanisms, you hear like journaling and meditation and blah, blah, blah. And a lot of you guys like overlook it and roll your eyes. But there's so much more to it than just having cute little glamorized pens and writing on a page. There's a lot. Within journal entries, I have written about struggles that I'm currently facing, my fears, and even things that I am worried about that are still to come. This allows me to reflect on deep parts of myself that sometimes I don't want to recognize. I know that we don't want to face our problems head on, but sometimes we need to in order to solve the issue. This is why journaling has been a great coping mechanism for me and helps me do this. And it is a really great way to sort of ease yourself into facing your problems and kind of talking about them. And when I say like talking about them, I know you're not physically talking about them, but when you're writing, you're reflecting to yourself. And it's almost like having a, a conversation with your brain. For me, when I'm writing about my anxieties or my struggles and I'm just kind of venting on a page, it's a great way for me to reflect and talk to myself and be like, okay, well, this is what we need to do. And this is how we need to like put a step forward and what we can do to fix this problem now that we faced it. The way I look at it is that journaling is a way for me to gain peace from my anxieties and worries. It's a great way to start your inner healing journey. And another great point is that when I feel a mental breakdown coming or an anxiety attack, something of that sort, I pull out my pens and pick up my journal. This keeps me from spiraling out of control and doing something that will benefit me. So I could literally go on and on about how great journaling is but a couple weeks ago I remember specifically I was so anxious like I was just one random night I was just super anxious like I just felt like shit and I was like on the verge of having a panic attack like I could feel my chest like 
like almost start to hyperventilate. I just did not feel good. I didn't want to talk to anybody. So I picked up my journal. I did not want to do it. I did not want to get out of bed and journal, but I forced myself to, and I did. And I, it obviously didn't solve all of my problems and it didn't cure me of all my anxieties, but I felt a lot better doing it. And I think that's why journaling can be so important because instead of me just laying in bed, having a full on mental breakdown, I was able to force myself and write about my problems and kind of distract my brain almost and figure out ways to move around this issue or get through them versus just kind of collapsing and giving up and just like crying and laying in my bed. Like there were so many better alternatives and journaling is one of them. Also, I don't know if you just heard that, but a car just like zoomed by my house really fast, like someone on a motorcycle and it was really, really loud. So I apologize if you heard that. But yeah, journaling is a great kind of distraction without really distracting yourself. If That makes sense because you're still focused on whatever you're venting about or whatever your brain wants you to write about. But like you're not just giving yourself up to an anxiety attack, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Okay. Let's see. I literally just, I always plan my episodes on a Google Doc and sometimes I like, I lose my spot or like I scroll. So now I'm trying to find, okay, found where I was. Sometimes I forget where I left off and then I have to read through my notes and you guys are like sitting in this awkward silence. All right. So my next point in this episode is how do I gain the motivation to journal? I have seen so many blogs and posts about the importance of journaling every day, but this can also cause conflict in some cases. What I mean by this is that when I have a set goal, or really the better way to phrase it is when I have this pressure to do something every single day, I find that I don't have any motivation to do it and I feel like I'm being forced to do it. So for journaling, I do it when it's needed. It's very intuitive for me. Sometimes that's twice a week, five times a week, or once a month. But when I get the urge to journal, that's when I do it. I don't force myself to do it every single day. Because I I literally just can't sit down and write every single day. I don't have the motivation for that. And just because of that pressure, my mind immediately is like, no, ew. Like, I don't want to do that. So I think journaling intuitively and in time and like doing it in times of need is probably one of the best things that you can do. It's also important to make sure that you like what you're journaling in. I know that Target has really cute stationary items and journals that you can use to spice things up. I am more motivated to journal when I know that I can use fun colors and enjoy what I write in. I like using a notebook personally because I can see the progress I've made and I can reflect on my past struggles. But something that I do want to share is that I don't really read my entries or things that I've written in my journal. Sometimes I'll go back and reflect, but sometimes I don't like to read them and I just like to leave them how they are. I feel a sense of relief when I finish journaling and writing my thoughts on the page. And I just like to leave it in that moment. And sometimes I don't like to go back and read struggles that I felt. I mean, sometimes I'll go back and reflect, but 
Most of the time I don't reread what I write and I just leave them. I leave them in there, but it's all what you want to do. But overall, journaling has been so helpful for me and I can't stress this enough. In the past, I have journaled entries about anxieties and struggles that I have faced. And when I start to feel anxious again in the present, I reflect back. And this is okay. I know I just said that I don't read my past entries, but this is seriously when reflecting back is so good because when I'm feeling anxious in the present and I'm writing about my anxieties, I reflect back on past entries that I wrote and I think to myself, like, I have survived those tough times. I've gotten through the things that I was anxious about then and I will continue to do so. I know that recently I've been talking about my anxieties about going back to school and I felt the same way last year. And looking back at my journal entries, I feel the sense of relaxation knowing that I survived my sophomore year when I was so anxious about it and that I will continue to survive my junior year this year. In studies, I always like to do some research before my topics, um, but guys don't really. Most of it's from Google. I'm not this smart, but it's proven that journaling might just be the thing to help you rewire your brain, whether that's a shift in your attitude you seek or you're trying to reach other life goals. Research even points to health benefits that can result from keeping a journal, such as increased immunity and reduced stress. It's just seriously a great way to navigate through your life and your anxieties. So I am going to share my guide of having a good journal and what I think is important in order to really get the whole like get all of the benefits from journaling and get the whole experience. Personally, I like to keep my thoughts organized on a page, but I do know that some may like to just scribble and write down their feelings in big, bold letters to get everything off their chest. Your style is all based on preference, so play around with what makes you feel good when journaling. I like to keep my things organized and all of my thoughts and stuff I'm writing down. Other people don't. It's literally all what you want. And I think that is the most important thing that I can stress with this is that journaling is very intuitive and all based on preference. Something else that I would recommend for journaling and when you journal is to date your entries. That way you can look back on the progress you've made over the years and you can pinpoint certain days and moments in time when you felt like this or that, blah, 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 and that can kind of help you track your progress. Another important thing to recognize is that you don't have to start off each page with Dear Diary or something really cheesy like that. There are no rules in journaling. Write what makes you feel good and that will be beneficial to you. I promise it will come back to you and it will help you in so many ways, like so many more ways than one. But you don't have to start off your entries with Dear Diary and like really cheesy things like that. Um, because, yeah, and I know that it can feel really cheesy journaling. Trust me, I know there are probably some entries that I have that are super cheesy. I actually have one to share. What are with the motorcycles? I don't even know if you guys can hear them. And if you can't, that's like really embarrassing because I'm just screaming for nothing. But they keep driving by my house really fast. And they haven't been doing that all day except for when I have to record my podcast. Seriously? 
deep breath, guys, deep breath. Anyways, what I was trying to say is that some of my... Okay, my audio just glitched now. This is the reality of a podcaster. I swear, ever since these cars and motorcycles started zooming by my house, my microphone and my phone has been glitching. But what I was trying to say is that some of my entries and the things that I've journaled may sound cliche or stupid or whatever, but the most important thing is that you are feeling a sense of relief when writing. It doesn't matter how the words sound on the page. It doesn't matter if you have spelling errors, whatever. All that matters is that you take your time and you don't even have to force the words to come out onto the page. The most important thing is that you kind of go with the flow when journaling and that you let all of this come to you. Another thing is that please remember that if you force yourself into the habit of journaling every second of every minute of every hour, this can lead you to overthink. There are mostly benefits to journaling, but one of them may be overthinking. And this can also lead to overamplifying your problems. So the most important thing with journaling is take things slow and get into a healthy routine. That is the most important thing that you can do. Most of us think that journaling or journals, when we hear, you know, anything about journaling or whatever, we automatically assume that they are going to be like those aesthetic Pinterest entries with the mood boards and the beautifully drawn pictures and the entries and journals that pay very close attention to detail. I have some friends who find relaxation of drawing and making their journals look perfect. And that is good. Like I said, it's all based on preference. But also, it's so important that you don't have to have a perfectly aesthetic journal in order to get the full experience. Scribbling on a piece of paper works just as well. My entries are not what you would call Pinterest-worthy or aesthetically pleasing. Some of them even have tear stains. So don't beat yourself up or consider yourself not good enough to journal just because you aren't artistic. It's all about what you like. And although it's good to get out all of the negative emotions and rant and vent on this page or journal, whatever, it's also very, very important and healthy to write and focus on positives in your life too. This is something that I've actually just recently realized. And I was going through my journal the other day and I realized that most of the things that I write about were my fears and anxious emotions type of stuff like that. So I decided to make my last entry positive and I'm going to share it with you guys. It was from this past Tuesday. So the 2nd of August, it's very cheesy and cliche, but in the moment when I was writing it, it felt really good to get it on a piece of paper. So this is like a very, very vulnerable moment of me sharing. I've never shared a journal entry with anyone, so please be kind. But I wanted to talk about the good day that I had. And I normally don't. I normally write about my anxieties or fears. So I thought, hey, like it's also equally as important to talk about good things in your life, so let's do it. And I wrote, I had a really great day today. Funny because my last entry was super depressing. 
I realize that 99% of the time, I only journal about the negatives in my life. Although I know it's good to get a good rant out on one of these pages, it's also extremely important to cherish the good moments too and not just all on the bad. Sometimes you just have to look harder for the goodness, but there will always be a light at the end of the tunnel, even when you're blinded by the darkness. Now, to zoom in on the joy, to start my day off, I went to my friend's house. Although it was cloudy, we planned on going swimming. We made spring rolls, which is something that I've never had, which got me excited for when I can travel and get to try new things. Later, Dad and I had a night out, which we were long overdue for. We went biking along the canal. We stopped for some gelato and then had salads at a Mediterranean restaurant before closing. The ambiance of the water and the children laughing while feeding ducks was absolutely perfect. We biked back in the dark, and I ended the night with a Taylor Swift jam out. Life is too short to not enjoy the good. I know that's so cliche and cheesy and that I write those little quotes that there's always going to be a light in the dark, but in the moment, it felt really good to reflect on my day and write about the positives. And I highly recommend that you do too. It doesn't have to be about biking along the canal. It can be something as simple as getting out of bed in the morning or making your favorite breakfast. It's so important to not only face your problems in life and journal your way through them, but also to talk about the good moments because like I said, life is too short not to enjoy them. And with that, I am going to wrap up this episode. But remember that journaling can be messy, clean, and even involve beautiful and sad emotions. For me, I found that journaling is one of my new favorite coping mechanisms. It's a great way to learn through your problems and gain self-clarity. Think of it as one big learning experience. All right, you guys, I will see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate my podcast and hit the little bell so you can be notified when I upload new episodes every week. Ratings help me so much. So does downloading my episodes. It helps me gain exposure. And overall, just thank you for being here with me. And if you made it this far in the episode, um, you're super slay. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah, with that note, I hope that I inspired you to maybe pick up a pen or a pencil and journal. Or maybe I inspired you to go see where the crawdads sing at theaters, non-sponsored. Anyways, thank you for listening, guys. I love you all so much. Bye.